Cool. All right. We're ready. Hi, everyone. Hi. Um, welcome to Wizard Team. We are a Harry Potter podcast for true Potterheads. Um, usually, each week we discuss a chapter from the series um, with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter, but we are at LeakyCon and could not fit our books into our suitcases, so we're not doing that, and it's not Wednesday. Um, <laughs> I'm Bayana. And I'm Robin. Uh, today, we're super excited to be here with you. We are doing the first ever Wizard Team Live at LeakyCon, where we will be discussing our campaign to get Hermione Jean Granger some new friends. <laughs> Um, first off, just as like a baseline, so we're all on the same page, um, Hermione is black, um, and that is how we will be approaching this conversation. Um, it's also just like a fact of life, and just, it's the truth. It, it's just true. Um, <laughs> it don't make no sense any other way. <laughs> so that's just, you know, so we're all together on the same page. Um, so I think one of the first things when we talk about... Wait, wait, wait. Before we really get into it, how many of you have actually listened to the podcast Wizard Team before? Yay! Yay! Hi. All you new faces. Welcome. Hey, what's up? So how this is formatted is she talks, I yell nonsense. But at the end of every conversation, episode, bonus episode, whatever, we decide who is an MVP and who is benched. So while an MVP means they've won the conversation, usually it's they won the chapter. It's not us, it's the it's like a character. A character. Or, like a, some, or a person. Or it might be a concept if yeah. you like really want to get, you know. But she can't put those in her spreadsheet and she gets really upset about that. Yeah, so, but it can be a concept. Um, and then at the end we decide who's bench, who lost. Same thing, character, concept. Um, you could do like me one time and bench everybody but Harry. Um, also bad for the spreadsheet. What we are asking you guys to do is pay attention throughout this whole thing. Obviously we want you to engage and interact. We're going to be asking questions, all that stuff. But I constantly be thinking, hmm, that's a point for the MVP. That's a point for the bench. Because we're going to ask you who is your MVP and who is benched at the end of this. We probably won't do everyone. Yeah. But we still want you to think. To be thinking one. about, just in case you get called. If on. you want to tweet it at us, we are at yeah. we Black and Nerds on Twitter. Um, hashtag Wizard Team. We we want to know your thoughts. This is the thing that we say. I didn't put the thing up. All the time. That's fine. Um, so we we want to we want to know what you think. Um, so kind of starting off talking about Hermione, um, is kind of talking about the way in which the book treats her and the people in her life treats her um, in a lot of ways kind of in, um, what's the word? Like versus how they treat Ron. Um, because they both come in and they have a lot of insecurities. Um, a lot of Ron's insecurities are about his family being poor, also about being overshadowed by his like thousands of brothers. Um, and when we kind of get him talking about that, we see Harry and we see the narrator kind of empathize with him and be like, this, this is the reason why he has his issues and there are moments when Ron is doing the most, but there's still someone there who's not like, you're tripping, they're just like, yeah, I'm just gonna still hang out with you, Harry, most of the time. Um, or makes excuses and makes it easier to navigate him doing the most instead of calling him out on it and saying, be better. Right, versus Hermione, where it's a joke, right? So. Hermione's, her boggart in uh, third year is Hermione Green, it, sorry, it's McGonagall telling her that she's uh, failed everything. And she's crying, she's like just in distress. 
and Harry's like, oh, it's fine. She's gonna get, she's gonna pass anyway. She's gonna get like 107%, like that one time in Charms, right? She's, she's often laughed at. Even when she first comes in and introduces herself, they're like, oh, I don't, like granted, like she was off-putting. She comes in like, I'm Ryan Granger. I've read all the books. Have you, do you know about yourself? You should have read them. Like, okay, she needed to chill, but then also once they're friends, a lot of times when Ron and, um, when Ron and Hermione are in a fight, Harry goes to Ron um, and is with him and meanwhile, Hermione is unraveling over here because she's, you know, traveling in time. Um, <laughs> and nobody is thinking, like, maybe we should check on her because she seems like she's spiraling a little bit. Um, I also, sorry, I want to just go in on that too because, like, when she, when we first meet her and she's like a lot and she's like, I read all the books, I know all these things, blah, 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 blah. She's muggle born. She is like very keen on proving that she belongs there proving that even though she doesn't have all of the information that someone like Ron, who's grown up in the Wizarding World has, she'll catch up and she can do it. She can do the work. She um, is smart enough and pretty enough and got darn it people like her. So a lot of those things too, like in the ways in which Ron's insecurities are very surface, like you can tell right away what his insecurities are. Hermione is, is has a lot of insecurities as well. She just they perform differently, and so they're not as annoying as Ron's are. Like when it comes to in him playing term. Quidditch and stuff like that, and and in the immediate term of like I'm rubbish, I'm gonna quit and right. leave the whole team high and dry, or I'm gonna make out with Lavender Brown and make myself feel better. Um, Hermione, you have to be paying attention a little bit more to see those things, and they're but they're there throughout the book, and it's just a matter of. The fact that either because Harry Harry's never met a homework assignment he wants to do on time, um, or any work that he wants to do on time, um, Harry easily is able to be like, okay, Ron, like because you've thrown this in my face and it's very transparent. Here are all of the things that I can do to help you feel better. With Hermione, it's like, oh, I have to kind of think about what her fear of failure means and how do I, you know, help her realize that failing maybe not be that bad or that she's not going to fail, and that's too much work. So he just makes sure that Ron's okay and trusts that Hermione will figure it out or will just persevere, which is also or why she's a Ron black woman. Or forgive Ron he does her, and then they'll all be fine Forgive again. Ron for the good of the friendship, whether or not Ron has shown any contrition or desire to do better or like can prove to her that he's not going to pull the same stuff again. I do want to point out we don't hate Ron. We love Ron. Um. <laughs> we do love Ron. Um, I do also just kind of going off of that thinking about the one time that Harry does kind of stick with Hermione and goes back and forth but a lot of the reason that he does is because Ron is over there making out with Lavender Brown the whole time and then like he doesn't what is he gonna do while that's going on like play Quidditch play Quidditch. <laughs> um, and then so then goes to Hermione it's also something that's slightly different because he can kind of understand why she's upset right it doesn't go back to her insecurity and failure it just is like she's heartbroken and so he can kind of get that and then kind of be around but then at the same time he's still like can't you just forgive ron can't you guys just be cool again can't and it's all on her as opposed to being like ron get your stuff together and <laughs> stop being terrible you to know her, right? you're like, you can you can go out with life and no one cares but like let's not oh hermione's here come here live. like that's who needs that? Right. We love Ron. <laughs> He's got a lot of growing to do, but 
a lot. So. so so we came up with some alternatives, and not not necessarily alternatives for friends um, outside of Harriet. It's like both outside of them, but also in addition to, um, because we often like we see when Ron and Harry have their big um, like fight in book four. Ron has Seamus and Dean to go hang out with, right? And, and Fred and George. And Fred and George, and he has people, other people that like he may not, he may always be with Harry most of the time, but he has options. Whereas like with Hermione, when she is no longer friends with Harry and Ron, she is by herself. She Just doesn't have Hagrid. anyone. She Just has Hagrid. Hagrid and a very complicated legal battle that someone her age should not be dealing with. Right. But she can do it. And so, and so we don't we don't get a lot of interaction between her and her roommates with Lavender and Parvati, um, who and oftentimes when we do see the interaction, they're at odds. So there's that time when Hermione misguidedly um, told Lavender that she was not dreading her bunny's death. And you didn't so, know your bunny was gonna be die. Your bunny so dead. Why chill you out. What's it's okay. Um, and then there's the moment where they're kind of at odds because of Ron. Um, but there's no moments that we see where like they hang out together. There's no moments where we see her like go off with someone from another house, right? We hear about her hanging out with Ginny, but a lot of that is just because she lives at the Weasleys in the summers for some reason, even though she has a home. Um, and you don't get those conversations. You don't see them walking down the corridors at Hogwarts. It's just when they are in the borough or in a situation where it's all dudes and they just kind of group together, right? Um, and so I think that like the thing that I mostly would, would like to see is her interactions with Lavender and Parvati and like other women in general, but also like students in Hogwarts. And we have um, to remember that Lavender and Parvati and Hermione lived together in the same way that like when Seamus came salty at um, Harry in fifth year and it was awkward because they lived in the same room um, when Lavender and Ron start dating, it's probably got to be awkward, but also, and this is a little aside justice for Lavender, is I don't, from reading, Lavender actually truly liked Ron, which why, we don't know, but she did, and so there are going to be times in, like, life where two friends or two frenemies or two people in the same social circle like the same person, and you just get over that, right? But it never seemed like Lavender was aware of what Ron was doing to kind of make sure that Hermione was feeling a way about it. Um, so I, you have to think about them growing up together, like Hermione getting petrified, like what were Lavender and Pravardi thinking? What were they? What did they say to her when she got back? She became a cat. I don't know if they ever saw her. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it was a moment. They were like, you should probably wax those eyebrows. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you're living with someone, and whether they're your best friend or not, you, like, notice those moods up and down, and um, we don't get to see that. We don't get to see Lavender and Hermione's relationship when, she start, when Lavender starts dating Ron. Like, what is... You know, does does Lavender just think like, oh, she probably thinks I'm not good enough for Ron, or you know, like whatever? And so it's two girls who are 16, 17, who are probably not the best communicators. You know what I mean? Like living and both experiencing this thing through their own lens, and we don't get to see what that is. Right, and like obviously the books are told from Harry's perspective, and so we're not going to get all of that. But oftentimes, you you know, you could just Hermione is not with. 
Perry and Rock. They're walking down the corridor. And they're like, oh, and there's Hermione over there. Maybe she's talking to Harvey or she's like, we gotta go find Hermione. Where is she? Right. Oh, she's over in the library with Harvey. Easy. Um, there's also, um, like, again, with the Jenny and Hermione thing, we know that they hang out, but the only kind of indication of the conversation that was had between them is about Harry. Um, so it's not like they have lives outside of when they're with Harry and Ron. We don't get to see Hermione um, defeat her Horcrux, um, we, it, which, you know, had to have been traumatizing for her because she is also has insecurities and is a human being. Um, and so just, I think that it would have enhance the story if we would have seen her with other people in other circles while still obviously doing what she's doing saving harry and ron's life which they're not super they don't seem as grateful or like they don't learn and i don't think that they keep track of how many times right like the first time like thanks girl you're a real one but like the eighth time well so there's a moment to bake you a cake and name my firstborn after you (laughs) there's a moment in um and i guess we'll discuss this next week and um, in Half-Blood Prince where Harry is telling Hermione like oh I have to go um, ask Slughorn about like Horcruxes and like to give me this memory and he tells Ron and Ron's like you should just go after her class he likes you anyway it'll be easy Hermione's like you're gonna have to think of a strategy to do this like we're gonna have to you're gonna have to figure like you need to come at it you know with some kind of something a plan some tact something and then he's like well Ron reckons I should just and she's like oh okay yeah if Ron says then I think you just go and do that. Despite the fact that literally everything she has ever said has been true, even when she's salty about it. Like, even the Half-Blood Prince, she was right about her motivations for, like, why she wanted to be right about that are, like, are up for debate, right? She but, was like, salty. She, was she salty. wanted to be the best, and he was the best, and she didn't but like that. But she wasn't wrong. She and wasn't I think wrong. that that is not often taken into Same thing out. when Sirius sends him the broomstick. She was right. Like, he didn't want to kill Harry, but Sirius Black sent you that broomstick so <laughs> notorious mass murderer sent you a broomstick maybe we should check that out think about it for a little bit um until we find out that it was the rat who did it um and so <laughs> and, <it's little> dogs. <laughs> um, and so i think the other person who i think we should see the big friends is dean thomas yes um we have a wizard team over here delia's here and she brought to me um was it she Ships, and we'll get to ships because I also want to hear who y'all ship Hermione with. Um, ships Dean and Hermione, and they don't have to like get married and like do. They don't have to do the whole like Ron and Hermione. They, Ron and Hermione can do that thing, and that's fine. Have them. Have Shout them out there. to Hermione Granger in the Quarter Life Crisis. If you've never seen that web series, another team member of ours created it. It is brilliant, and it just takes the end of the book and before the epilogue and says Hermione would have like you know live some life. She wouldn't have just married Ron. There has to be a reason why that happened. Um, and I do, I love, and when you, when Delius mentioned the Dean Hermione ship, I loved it because on multiple levels, right? They're both, from what they know, Hermione's definitely muggle-born, Dean's muggle-born. They're both very talented, um, but like, they're both black. <laughs> True that. But I, you know, the Weasleys are down with the swirl, and I don't think that that is something like we should, whatever. Um, but they are, they are coming into this universe from very similar points of view. And from what we know about Dean, 
He's a little less eager, I guess. I don't know if Hermione's eager, but he's a little, he's more comfortable in his muggleness. Like, he puts up his West Ham United poster. Even though he should know that Arsenal is the best football team, he puts that poster up, they're laughing at him, and he's like, whatever, man. Like, they got trophies, and I'm fine with it. Um, so he's not trying to hide his muggleness. From what we can tell, he also goes home. Yes, he does do that. So I feel like the thing I love most about that ship is that Hermione could push Dean to be a better wizard, blah, 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 but Dean would also push Hermione and be like, girl, go home. Like, have you had, like, some jollof rice lately? Or, like, I don't know what, like, you know what I mean? Like, you drink, you up here drinking all this butterbeer, like, I mean, that, and then also, like, her beer. whole life, the way that it's written, it makes it so that her whole life is revolved around Harry and his story, um, and, and Ron to an extent as well, but it's very much like, I'm gonna, like, I'm at the borough before Harry's at the borough. I go to Grimmauld Place. I have no reason to be at Grimmauld Place because that's not a thing. Like, I have a family. I skip my family vacation. She didn't go home for Christmas until, like, she went first year and then she went sixth year, and that's because she and Ron had beef. Like, she does not see her family. Right. Harry's family put him in the cupboard under the stairs until he was 11, and he goes home more than Hermione Granger does. And from, I don't know how y'all feel about dentists, but they can't be that bad. Like, they, I mean, maybe. Unless but they are. Unless they are, like, which okay. we should know that. Right. And, and I think that, that it kind of like makes it lopsided, right, when you see that, like, her backstory and her, like, we don't even know her parents' names. We don't hear them speak. We see them off in the, like, middle of Diagon Alley looking around like, wow, this is a thing that is happening to my child and cool, we'll never see her again, it's great. Um, maybe they wanted to travel, maybe that's why. But like, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's frustrating sometimes to see like kind of moments where they, she could have other friendships. Um, Neville is also a good one because that's the first person that she met on the train and it was her first friend. Um, they don't, they hang out until she becomes friends with Ron and uh, Harry. She helps him out a lot um, and so that's something that like she's, that he's grateful for and then I think like he mentioned it to his grandmother and she's like, mm -hmm. you know, you're great. He's not like my son, but it's fine. That's um, another panel for <laughs> um, And so, yeah, I mean, I think, I think the, again, you bring up, like, her never going home and, like, one, like, thinking about, like, what, who are her muggle friends, right? Like, she may not be able to talk to them, right? Like, she can't um, tell them what's going on, um, but she could still have them. She could still be like, yeah, I go to boarding not, school. Not St. Brutus's. Um, <laughs> and, like, I'm just, I'm out and then I come back in the summer and like, let's hang out. What have you all been up to? Like, and even and Harry and Ron don't even really have to meet them. It can just be like, yeah, I was hanging out with my friend from school, such and such, or I was with my cousin, or I was, you know, we don't get to see much of her regular world because she's just so kind of. And that kind of goes back to, to what we were talking about with like the coddling of Ron and things like that. Like in, in Harry's case, it makes sense. Like, we're following Harry, but also he, he his family is trash. So at the end of the summer, it's like, how are they treating you? Don't let the muggles get you down. You know what I mean? Like, you look like you haven't been fed, blah, 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 blah. They are at the boroughs a lot. So you get to hear about, like, Arthur and Molly and Charlie and Bill and the twins and per even Percy. 
When have we ever heard anyone ask Hermione, like, oh, how was home? How are your parents? You know, like. She's writing super long letters, she's writing to Victor. Right. Which is fine. Like, let her but also, how Victor. is Victor? Have you talked to him in a while? No, can't talk about that because then Ron gets upset. We can talk to Kiss Laughter. Wow. <laughs> there you go. So. But imagine that kind of friendship, right? You have your two best friends in the world and you are checking in on them, right? How are you doing? Are you being fed? Is anyone treating you poorly? And they never ask about you. It's, it's literally one of the things where, of the trio, Hermione ceased to exist once they get off of Hogwarts Express until she shows up at the borough again. Or when she writes to him, or when he's, she's um, his When she writes to him, she's writing to him from the borough. Right. Or when she's his conscience that he then ignores. Then it, yeah, that too. So, it, it, yeah. She needs, she needs, she needs new friends. friends. She needs friends that will check in on her. She needs friends that will, you know, help her out when she's getting ready for the Yule Ball. She had to do all that slick easy herself. Like, like, you know, when she's like very clearly running around, doesn't know what's going on. Take a nap, her Other, Like, Ron's like, what's, how are you taking so many classes? And she doesn't answer. And she's like, well, okay. yes, we'll never know. Um, like, there are other, like, even if you don't need to know that, like, she still clearly, like, needs some support in some way. Like, carry her books. Maybe, like, bring her something. Maybe not chocolate, because Madame Pence is not a mess of chocolate in her library. But, like, <laughs> bring her a treat. Like, you know. Make sure she's eaten. Maybe find out where Crookshanks is. Like, there are things that you can do to make her life easier um, in situations where she's very clearly, like, stressed out about something, as opposed to just being like, oh, she's stressed for no reason because we know she's going to pass anyway. Yeah. Um, now we're supposed to talk about ships. Yeah, let's do it. We want to know your, your ships. ships. It can also be um, tugboats. Yeah. Okay, so ships. tugboats are these cute things that came up because, um, you know, people like ship. Some people ship like Snape and Hermione, and that's gross on a lot of, lot, a lot of levels. And some people ship like Sirius Black and Hermione, and that's also gross. I and found that out because I Googled Black Hermione like a yeah, you child. Have. Yeah. And it was traumatizing. Yeah. Um, a tugboat, like I tugboat Hermione and Remus Lupin, which is like they have a very cute relationship. She goes and talks to him, he tells her things. He's like, oh, you're the smart student I wish that I had more often. And they have a nice relationship that has nothing to do with anything inappropriate. So, not a full ship, it's just a little tugboat. But you can give us our your ships as well. Yes. I want to we want to know all of them. So, anyone? Anyone? Bueller? Baggy! <laughs> um, I have been thinking because I've been going back to Chamber of Secrets, and I was thinking about uh, tugboating Rani with Justin largely based on their whole academic like interests and maybe they're like studying together um and right like they have the whole like what the hell is this wizarding world all about like why don't we use pens like (laughs) (laughs) where was where was justin up like where was he gonna go for boarding school again um eaten like like, maybe her mind he was going to eat right and then she found out she was a witch and was like, no. <laughs> Don't need that. Um, anyone else? Yeah. yeah. I, oh, I also talked about Hermione with um, Angelina Johnson. Yes. Yes. Only, yes. Well, she needs more female friends. And I feel like Angelina and Alicia were very self-assured women. And Hermione has that, in the opening, 
mentioned her insecurities and she needed that mentorship relationship, I think, kind of peer, peer mentorship. I talk about that now too because well that and they can share hair care tactics you were talking about Hermione yes. doing her hair by herself Angelina, Angelina Johnson is a master of the self-twisting spell and her <laughs> twist outs are on point anti-breakage anti-breakage she has it all she knows it she's willing to pass on that information anyone else no, no. we got me who who oh okay. Billy. Well, I'm saying it on behalf of Portia, but Victor and Hermione? Right. Quidditch Bays. Victor, Quidditch Bays are important. Quidditch Bays, and Victor worshipped Hermione and actually appreciated her, unlike Ron. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, also, I, I would like to, again, if you've not watched Hermione Granger in the Quarter Life Crisis, you should. It's on YouTube. Um, um, second season is happening right now, um, and I think there's three episodes out of the second season so far. She was paired with um, this person named Ben. Ben Mine. Very attractive. And very sweet to her. Treats her very well. Made her dinner. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I think he I mean they pooped. It, you know, they have wands. Yeah. Like he, it, but it but it happened. Um he's very respectful. He she was like, Oh yeah, we're friends and he was like, We can't be more and she's like, No, I'm not really about that right now and he was like, Okay, that's fine, that's cool and moved on. Oh. But he's also just really fine, y'all like <laughs> Great so casting. Great casting. They're, great great. Cast, yeah. They're awesome. Yeah. Um, any, oh. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Winky and Hermione. I'd like to think Ooh. she still like does spew and stuff, even though we don't hear about it ever again. Yeah. I think, yeah, she could definitely be a good, like, at the very least support system for Winky because, yeah. but like, and, and hopefully like, <laughs> and hopefully like as she calms down with the like, you need to be do this and you, you should be happy or free. Maybe she's like, okay, let's like talk about this and like maybe it's not so bad and like maybe you can do this now and I'm really sorry. Like I feel like that would be great. Yeah. Ooh, I tell um, Hermione and um, Kingsley because he's the Minister of Magic and she's related to the Minister of, Ma Minister of Magic. Mm. So, like, mentorship. Mentorship. It's important. important. Um, I used to ship Ginny uh, and Luna and there was a ship, a Jin Miami ship, which I, I like, I don't, I wouldn't say that I'm on that ship. I like that because it's the idea of like, oh, they're at the borough, oh, those girls are gonna go do whatever, and like, yeah, <laughs> you know? Um, but you know what I mean? Like, I just like that idea of like, you think that they're sitting there and Jenny's like crying about how Harry doesn't give her any attention and Hermione's crying about Ron, and they're actually like, we don't care. <laughs> We're good. We're good. We good. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, in line with like Hermione having more female friends, I also love the idea of Hermione being close to Tonks. Um, yes. I feel like Tonks would give Hermione an ulcer, but <laughs> I do like that idea. No, like um, our friend who did Hermione Granger in the Quarter Life Crisis, uh, the creator Eliana. She, I love her. She gives me ulcers. Like she is just a reckless ball of life and I appreciate it but also I'm like girl breathe um, so I do like that idea of like having someone bring out because there's that scene in the movie I'm not sure how it goes in the book but and she's, she's like changing her face no when Hermione's like it's kind of cool isn't it rule breaking and like <laughs> doing like when it's the DA stuff um, and like Ron and, and Harry are kind of like, okay, we created a monster. But like Tonks would be like, yeah, it is. <laughs> like, let's do more of it. 
but within reason, don't go to the Minister of Magic in the middle of the night. That's dumb. Well, also, you know, like, Tonks, in, according to the Hogwarts mystery game. Um, <laughs> How many people are playing that game, by the way? Oh, I don't know why. See, yep, yep, we, we talked about that, because we don't know why either, but still happened. Oh, still tapping. Tap, tap, tap. Um, left her earmuffs when they were doing mandrakes, and she put jelly slugs in her ears. I don't know if that Hermione would... If that would be in a situation where she would give Hermione ulcers, I think. Hermione would just would give her great. a side eye, like, girl. So she'd be like, you can have my spare. Like, why? <laughs> you don't have to do this. Just take, take yeah. these ones. Always be prepared. Um, any, anyone else got any? Yeah, right here. like Tonks than any other younger wizard. I don't know. I just feel bad that she needs friends that are not 10, 15, 20 years older than her. Yeah. She's yeah. Being smarter, and she just doesn't have any, like, pals. She's like, I have to... A Hindu of, of younger, yeah. Um, it's like someone else had a hand raised as well. Yeah. Honestly, the more mainstream, like, maternal relationship between Harry and Mr. Weasley, because he obviously didn't get that at home, and it's just a very comforting, nurturing thing that he has somewhere else to get that maternal pressure that he didn't have at home. Yeah. I, I think that that's right. I think that's great. I think in terms of Hermione, that's not the case because very quickly she was like... She reads Rita Skeeter. She reads Rita Skeeter and this girl who's been in her home every summer, she's like, no, I don't mess with her. So I, I but like, it's very clear that the Weasleys have adopted Harry and Harry is one of their own and like Harry, if she read something about Rita, um, from Rita Skeeter about Harry, she would have been like, that's rubbish. She reads it about Hermione, and she's, like, side-eyeing her for a year. Like, why well, don't I know? Um, um, okay, do we have any Harmony shippers in here? No? Kind of? Any ex-Harmony shippers? We can, it's okay, we're in front, we're friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, if you're ex, then why? Why, what happened? Well, I don't know. It's not that I dislike the ship anymore. Like, I'll still read fanfic or, you know, look at fan art. Or, but it's just a really strong case for a male and female friendship. And I really like that between Harry and Hermione. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to, you know, discount that with the ship. So I'll still read it. I still enjoy it. But it's not my OTP anymore. I love their friendship. I tug both of them strong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and even though this is like get Hermione new friends, I do really think that Hermione and Harry's friendship is really important, and I think especially in Half-Blood Prince, when Harry is finally kind of Ron reciprocating the <laughs> well, that was happening, but also like he's actually finally reciprocating that friendship and being like, okay, how are you? And I'm going to come sit with you and make sure you're good. And like, you really going out with Cormac McLaggen? Girl. Like, all these <laughs> like, <laughs> But also did a, you okay, sis, when he saw her at the slut club looking all hurry. Right, she's like, you good? You, you good? Do I need to pull up? Or, Mac, have or? you seen Hermione? Nah, I don't know where she is. Yeah. I can't help you. I don't know what to tell you. Um, so, yeah, and then you stopped yeah, as well. like, because in the books, we just see more of time spent with Harry and Hermione and not as much with Jenny. I feel like I have to fill in the blanks. Oh, Jenny and her, Harry is... That monster in his chest just <laughs> changed the game. I still don't understand what happened, but yeah. I like to envision what I want Jenny to be now that they're together. Yeah. I think there are seeds in there. It's just not. Yeah. They, they weren't well watered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I was never like a hardcore harmony shipper, but I did dabble in it for a little while, and then like I realized like it's 
especially the thing where in the fourth book, Harry mentions how different being friends with Hermione is than being friends with Ron. Mm. It just doesn't feel like there's that close connection, like in terms of friends, but like he doesn't seem like he would just love being around Hermione all the time by themselves. Like it does grow a little bit in the sixth book. They do, you know, get a better friendship going on, but it just didn't ever feel like something that was natural. Like, that I have a theory about that too, which is that you have those friends where, okay, so you're on a diet, but there's this chocolate cupcake and you really want it, right? And so you have like your choice of calling two people and there's one person who you know will let you have that cupcake. Not let you, they will insist. They will insist. And like, and also be like, you deserve it and maybe you should have two. Um, and then there's that other friend who is like, you know you're on a diet, you don't need it, don't do this, they're your, it's, they're, they're your conscience. And so when, in fourth year and stuff, Harry is still really reckless and not, does Harry, I don't know if he ever matures, but like it's not even nearly where he needs to be and like where he is by sixth book. And so my theory about that is, is that he loves Hermione and he knows like that she cares for him, but she's not going to let him get away with doing what he wants to do. And he really wants to do what he wants to do. I also think he's not, and like, you know, this isn't about Harry and Ron totally, but like he, finds home in Ron in a way that he doesn't with Hermione because Hermione doesn't find a home at her home. Um, and, but also he just doesn't go there, right? Like Ron, like attached to Ron is also all of his family. And so it becomes a different thing. Like when he sees the burrow, he's like, I'm home. When he smells the burrow or that flowery scent in the burrow and the amortensia and doesn't like connect what that actually, that it's like specifically Ginny, it's because he finds home in the borough um, and in Ron um, in a way that I think that like with Hermione, maybe he just associates her more with like school, which would make sense. Um, but then, but their friendship is still really great. It's just in like different ways, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but some of it's just about like vulnerability, right? Like as, as a confident woman, she, girl, she can't, it's hard for her to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be off-putting. Whereas the boys can be pretty vulnerable to each other because that's not, that's part of their bond. Right. Yeah. And then they don't realize that she ever probably has vulnerabilities. Ron doesn't even realize she's a girl. <laughs> it takes Ron until fourth year and he's asked and even school. Then it's not like And then he's like, oh wait, you're a girl. And she's like, yeah, been, been so for quite some time. Thank you. Yeah, I think that that's really true. I also think that, and it goes back to Hermione's insecurity too, is even when they have become really great friends, she still doesn't let that side of her show. She's got to be competent. She's got, she has to be competent. Because you think about that choice between hair, like when, hair, when Ron was being such a jerk. <laughs> I was going to say, say it, and then I looked next to me, don't say it. That's <laughs> a good answer. <laughs> When Ron was being such a jerk, at least in the Deathly Hallows, you know, you know that Harry can't, can't, that can never happen with Hermione because she's doing all the cooking, she's doing all the foraging, she's doing all the research, research, she's doing all the planning where we're going to be. So she's like a necessity mm -hmm. in a way that Ron, I mean, he's emotionally necessary, but he's, he's not really a functional help. Right. He's not really functional, period. <laughs> I love Ron. I really love Ron. <laughs> Maggie, you're um, But yeah, I, I, I was just thinking about um, 
about like male and female friendships, but like this really gets me to the like to Hermione really needing like girlfriends because like you've got these guys who are like pouring, you know, Harry and Ron are pouring their insecurities into this vessel of Hermione who's so understanding and is like processing all this with them, but she does not have that same opportunity and this is like true like in the real world in you know male female friendships like it's not reciprocal and because of the way that we've like structured this like men can only be vulnerable with like partners and like family and women are vulnerable with everyone <laughs> you know? but especially with other women and we need Hermione to like we need to know that she has someone who, that she, who she can break down, like, what's going on with her, and I, that is definitely why we see, like, the, the times when she breaks down, she really breaks down, because she... She's been bottling it up. Yeah, it's been it's been boiling and bubbling up. Okay, so I want to move on to all of the times Hermione has saved Harry and Ron's lives, or was right. So this is going to be kind of a quick fire thing. If we miss something, just throw it out. Yeah. Because we know we're missing things. But the potions were the first year. We would not have gotten through that. Basilisk. Voldemort would have got the Sorcerer's Stone. She was petrified and then still <laughs> solved the Basilisk problem. <laughs> like, literally, she was taken out. She, she found it out and was prepared. Because otherwise she would have mm-hmm. died. She was like, I'm going to save my life. And then, and then I'm going to save the rest of the school. Well. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Someone please call my parents and let them know that, that I've almost died. Right. What? Time Turner. She saved Sirius and Buckbeat. Carrot helped. But Hermione was oh, the one. Because Harry's like, oh, Harry's about to... stop this now. Oh, let's run here. And she's like, oh, here we, we go. can't Time. be seen. Like, what are, what are, like, you're going to unravel all of reality <laughs> for this rat when we know we can we can this save is, this these is are rap, things that this we is can rapid fire though. I'm just these are things that we, we these are things we came here to do. If we do anything else, then there is no world. There is no universe. There's Diana no, has very strong feelings about time and I like, I'm just saying, very much encourage you to catch her outside all, and ask about it, but make sure you have time to eat. Well, not today, because well, I actually have to yeah. like back to back. But, but okay. <laughs> I am here, I'm ready. Um, I just, she not only saved Sirius and, and Buffy, she saved Harry from destroying all of time and reality. That's it's a lot. very serious. <laughs> we would not have the rest of these books, or they would just be very different. She was only 14. <laughs> Helped Harry get his stuff together for Triwizard Tournament, even though he didn't listen. Dumbledore's army was her idea. And then she did an amazing bit of spell work to make sure that Dumbledore's army was not caught. Uh, she did quick thinking to keep them alive when Horcrux hunting. She also did something in the uh, room uh, when they got caught with Umbridge and she was like, hey, we at least need to check in and make sure that Sirius is actually gone, which I... I have feelings about that. And one. Harry did not listen to her at Harry all. Harry did not listen like, to her this, at all. This he was like, sense. "Creature's Maybe. always been really trustworthy. Let's just go with what he says." Um, and she's like, "I don't know, Harry. I don't. I don't think that that's it. You don't like serious. You think that I'm a terrible person? No, bro. I just don't want us to like go running off to the Ministry of Magic for no reason. For no reason. Maybe not. And then when it all happens, and she doesn't say, "I told you so," but she had the right. Yes. I would have said it. Um, yes, right here. Back to Goblet of Fire, she was the one who figured out um, a 
She saved everything. Rita Skeeter knew the Animagus, knew, knew the plan, knew the serious, knew that Voldemort was back. Knew that Fudge back, and Dumbledore had a fight. fight. Knew that. Knew about Crouch and the fact that um, uh, that Fudge went and just immediately um, did the Dementors the thing. thing. Like she overheard that entire conversation in the hospital. Grimmauld Place, Order of the Phoenix, like all of it. And she just, and Hermione just sauntered over to the window, said, so. <laughs> good. Got him. Got him. Yeah. She got quick on her feet with Umbridge in the office, quickly had that whole plan with the Whole plan. Okay. Thinking on her feet, saved everything. She fooled Harry. I mean, that's not hard, but she did it. <laughs> Devil snare and sorcerer stone. Are you a witch or not? <laughs> still, she got it. Still got it. And even still, Ron was the one panicking enough that the devil snare became an issue and then had the gall to yell at her because as a muggle child, her instinct, her instinct was wood. Was wood. <laughs> this is her first year here. I've been, I've been certain fires with wood my entire life. <laughs> it was a very logical leap. Yeah. I mean, uh, like Hermione punched Draco Malfoy. Yeah. Ooh. She didn't save Ron and Harry's lives then, but she saved us. <laughs> I live because of that moment. I live. <laughs> Me personally. Yeah, go ahead. Was it her who remembered the DA coins at the end of Half-Blood for Prince? Yeah. That was Neville. That was Neville, but she uh, made them. Yeah, and so again... Well, no, I think, didn't she, did she, I think she called, and then Neville and Luna were the only two to yeah. respond, maybe, because they're the only ones who look at it, which is... Because of their, their friends. You are all on the Philly page. <laughs> She's just laughing. Um, it's rude. So what else? Uh, I mean, uh huh. Yeah, have one that's very basic. She basically got them through Hogwarts. Like, oh, like, oh they would have fell. She did all. But was that saving them or was that coddling them? Because. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say. For them. I'm going to do your homework all this other stuff. That's <laughs> true. That's true. She was in, in the back. Going back to the time during part when she threw the rock of the shell into the into the room, into the hackathon, and was like, y'all gotta go. What are you doing? Right, she <laughs> saved them from before she knew that she had to save them and the thing and then the, the, the <laughs> when the with the time in the best. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Yeah. Oh, I thought you had your hand up. No, no. You were doing like a half. Oh I do have one. Oh yeah, okay. Also, <laughs> she Holly Jews potion at 12 years old. That is a new level potion. That's a new. Slughorn was like, these are some examples of potions you should be able to do by the end of your seventh year. And she was like, like been there, done that. Okay. Also, though, her keen sense of observation, she was the one that saw that there was even a trap door to get to the chamber. They were like, look at his head. Did you like look at his feet though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yep. You then. Yeah. When um, Harry's waiting for his dad to make the turn list, and she's oh, like, God. Harry, he's not coming, he's not coming. And Harry, he's not coming. Otherwise, he would have kept waiting. He would have disrupted all. And then, and then, just like a man, no offense, man, <laughs> <laughs> Harry was on some, I thought it was my dad, but it was me the whole time. And him writing was like, mm-hmm. Good for you. Great for you. Great for you. Does not rain on their parade, allows them to get all of the 
uh, self-confidence they need. Yeah. I was just going to add about um, she was the one that basically was like, hey, Gary, chill likes you. plans and contingencies on the contingency plans for that entire thing. She, said, I have she a was the one that was like, she was the one that was like, we gotta go. Forrest and Dean been there once. Let's do it. Like, She also said, I don't think we should go to God and follow. She did. And did Harry listen? No. And then look what happened. But she went to make sure that he didn't die. So many times he could have died. Anything else? Yeah. Um, at the Lovegood's house, when they go to see Luna about the mm. Right. And then explodes the erupted heart. Doesn't she do that so that yeah. they can ex- they can escape? Recognize. And then gets Harry's face all transfigured before they yes. go to Ma- Malfoy Manor. Can we just talk about the fact that they never has like a go-to? Let's all apparate here in case something happens. Mm-hmm. Hermione did it. They just waited to the, to apparate with Hermione. They couldn't have like a, a game plan. No. They said no. we'll just hold hands and Hermione, Hermione will, will do it. <laughs> Good thing Dumbledore gave Ron that Deluminator. This is my favorite, this is my favorite quote that doesn't mean what they think it means, which is, we always, Hermione, we always plan. When do our plans ever become anything? They all just, then she's like, my plans. First of all, second of all, if you actually follow my plans, right. probably First work. off, you never plan, I plan. <laughs> Secondly, you, just you ruin the plan. Memories. And I have a backup plan because you ruined the first plan. <laughs> yes. Isn't she the only person to survive Bellatrix, like the torture of Bellatrix? Mm-hmm. I don't think she's the only person because the Longbottoms technically did survive, but she, uh, yeah, she, she did. She that. survived with intact. Off, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't she kick butt in the time room too? She always kicks butt. I know, but when they but, were in the yes. Department of Mysteries. Yeah, because... Because um, she was like, you can't kill a baby, even though it's a man and, and it's it was a, a death eater, a man and a baby yeah. and a death eater. Um, we have like nine minutes, so we should... Oh. Let's, let's go into... The Gringotts heist, and her being Bellatrix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like convincingly pulling off, after being tortured by the woman, was just like, I, I know oh, her. but now I got her. Got her. Essence. <laughs> yes. Got it. Okay, have you all been keeping track of internal notes? MVPs and I feel like... All right. So you first. <laughs> My MVP is Hermione Jean Granger. <laughs> That's wild. That's crazy. I would never have guessed. New slash. Wow. Um, mine too. It's Hermione Jean Granger. She she deserves it. It's why we. It's why we're here. It's why we decided that this was our topic. Yeah. She was our MVP. Yes. Anyone else? Anyone. MVPs. Yeah. I kind of want to give it to Minerva McGonagall and Hermione. Mm-hmm. 
And just showing her what competence looks like yeah. long term. And also advocating for her to get that time turner in the first place. And access, I can't remember who gave her access to the forbidden parts of the library. Whatever. Probably McGonagall. <laughs> yeah, you have to get it. Oh, no, it was Lockhart. Oh, yeah. Lockhart, too. Oh, yeah. But she learned how to, she knew how to play him. She loved him and still played him to get what she needed. That is a queen. That is a movement. Um, anyone else? Yeah. I would go for Neville because she always helped him, at, but he didn't expect it. Like with Harry and Ron, they just expected that she was. It took her for granted. Neville never did. He appreciated her. Also, Neville, arguably, you know, right? So born at the same time as Harry, could have been the chosen. Arguably, hero of the mm -hmm. Not arguably. Uh, yeah. I, I would say not arguably, but then I was like, yeah, I guess other people could argue. Like, yeah. he's, the, he's definitely the most Gryffindorous Gryffindor, though. Um, okay, who is benched? Ron, and it's only because we're reading half the prints right now. And he needs to take a nap. And several seats. All of them. As well, at the same time. Whole stadium of seats. I do this thing where sometimes you just gotta bitch JK Rowling and Universal. Just do better. Just, you know what? I don't need five Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Grindelwald. I could do with an entire, this is, I'm Hermione Jean Granger, and this is how I'm saving the world on a daily basis. And where to find them. <laughs> Anyone, any other bitches? Go ahead. Like, why are you not checking in with Hermione's parents? She's a muggle-born going through it with the boy who lived, and they don't know. She was petrified. She was petrified. And they were not notified. The creepies were petrified for a whole year. Yeah. No letters sent home. Nothing. Mm -mm. Nothing. Yeah. Her parents definitely should have had to sign a letter. That NDA, listen, the waiver that the parents signed to let their kids go to Hogwarts is in depth. They better read that fine print. Because it's all covered. It's and she didn't need one for the time turner? Nope. 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 That's it. Statue of secrecy. Can't do it. Ain't going to be able to do it. Right yeah. here. She, she wants to bench Fudge. Yes. 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 Fudge always needs to be benched. Every time. We're going to have like a plaque with like a golden plaque for him so he knows exactly which bitch is his. with Severus Snape and he will not get her the time of day and it was just starting like he, she, he see, she sees him in the halls he's like you're miserable look at me trying to be miserable you make the kids cry look at me trying to make the kids cry I'm here fam I'm here for you and so because Snape will not do what he needs to do and holla at Madam Pence she cannot do her job yes okay but they do! We really do. <laughs> I don't know if you want that job. Yeah. I would say Hagrid, he's like, I love that man, like, he's so much And he is why 69 is years why old. Why is a 12-year-old mounting your legal defense? Also, why are two, why are three teenagers your best friends in year 70? And why are you asking them to move a dragon? Why are you salty about them not taking your class? When you ask them to move a dragon. And when you crossbred illegally, manticores and firecrafts. And it was like, let's just see what happens. 
That's There's a cool. whole other panel. Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I need to bench Snape for being a genie adult, mm -hmm. insulting a child who is in a medical emergency. About her appearance when she is. Also, for why would you ask a question in a class if you don't want the answer? Are <laughs> yes. you going to take points away when she answers the question that you ask? How about? How about you actually teach your children? Okay, this is a panel, not church. But <laughs> amen. So all we that. we have four minutes left, so I want to cut a little short so that we can like pass out things and also get to our next panel. Um, so on Wednesdays we do this. Yes. Every week, um, except we go chapter by chapter. We do a close reading. I annotate all of my books, so it's very in depth. Um, and right now we're on half Harry Potter and a half Blood Prince. Um, so if you want to join us for that, you you can. Since we're on that book, on we, the we want your votes. I have this. We mentioned the spreadsheet at the beginning. I count all of the votes for each book, and then we tally them at the end. And so we do like who won the book, and who lost the book, and then at the end, who wins the entire and series. And I am on a campaign to get Snape <laughs> to lose a book. He's going to lose a series. We hope he loses a series. We're not sure if he's going to lose a series, but he might lose a series. But he needs to lose a book, and this is a good book for him to lose. So let's. So, like, listen to our podcast. Vote for who you but want. Vote like, and voters. let us know your thoughts. Yeah. The point is that we also want to know your thoughts on these things. We don't want to just, like, I mean, we yeah. just talk to ourselves, but we also have this community that we talk to people and we get their thoughts and we want to know. And if Other you listen to me, you'll, 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 you'll get to meet a lot of the. Delia is currently still benched for her breaking my heart a couple of episodes ago. Connie, um, you guys raise like hand or something. Connie is a co-host and she's on there all the time. Maggie is the smartest person and she can tell you a lot about like just systems in the muggle world or in the wizarding world that and why they don't make sense. Um, if you have thoughts and things like this, like we want to hear them and we want to fold them into what we're doing and we are building community for people who critically think deeply about those book and these worlds and love them. Um, so you can find us on Twitter, as I said before, at WeBlackAndNerds um, and hashtag WizardTeam. Our website is BlackGirlsCreate.org. We do a lot of things, but this podcast is kind of our helm. Um, and th yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we just, yeah, thank you so much for coming. This yes. is really fun. And I hope we see you throughout the rest of the, the, con. the con. Yeah. We also Woo! have Lots of Wizarding stickers that you yeah. can take. Come take, take, take all of them. We have a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank all. you guys. Thank you.